Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Mastermind.fm. In this episode, we talk with Fernando and Juancho from BrickFi. And BrickFi is a platform that aims to make it easier for investors to invest in real estate projects like crowdfunding and loans in Europe especially, but not only. We can also find offers from Russia, from Philippines. So it's a one-stop shop for real estate investing, really. And so I'll be talking to these two co-founders to learn why uh, investing through BrickFi is what's the advantage of doing that versus going to other similar platforms or going to the individual platforms themselves. So without further ado, let's welcome Fernando and Juancho to our show. Hi, Fernando. Hi, Juancho. Thank you for joining us in today's episode where we're going to be talking about BrickFi, your platform. And to kickstart things off, if you could share maybe why both of you joined up together to create this platform. We know that there's so many other platforms. So what makes BrickFi unique? What what do you on a personal level also bring to this platform? Okay, thank you. Thank you, Jan, for, for inviting us. Well, Fernando and, and me started working together in a previous company. And we realized that we both were uh, really in, interested in, in investing. Me was more, I was more, in, more interested in, in investing in real estate as I am architect. So I, I've been always involved in, in real estate projects. And I'm a, a huge fan of real estate crowdfunding and investing in, in real estate. Fernando was more on the more keen on, on, in, on the stock market and, and crypto. And we both also started to invest uh, in, in lending, peer-to-peer lending. And then we realized that, that the, we couldn't find the platform we really wanted to use because, as we said at the, at the previous talk, every time there is a delay, you don't see it clearly in, in any platform. Uh, the borrower pay you with more delay. It doesn't appear. So, so the, the, the transparency and, and of the, all this platform on the, on the information was, was very, was not very good. And also it was very, uh, very boring to have to register in so many different platforms in order to diversify. So we, dis- we decided, uh, Hey, why, why don't we start our own platform, a marketplace, a platform of platforms where you can invest from a single uh, website in all these platforms? So a year and a half, we, we started this, this project. And also, in order to this to offer our users this uh, transparency and the, the most security, the first thing we we made was was to apply for a license in in Estonia. So we are licensed. Uh, we have a license as financial institution in in Estonia. And the second thing we have is that we have segregated accounts for the money for the investors and the money of the company. So we we have these uh, separated accounts. And, and the, the third thing that we are doing is we also invest in all the projects that, that we list in the, in the marketplace. And we are working right now in a proper risk scoring of all the projects and also of the, of the platforms that I, I think this, that is something that is also missing because all the platforms have their, like their, well, many platforms don't have a risk scoring and there are other platforms that have their own risk scoring. So, 
from one there the scoring goes from A to to B to D, but from other one goes to F, from other one is one to ten. And and I, it's like very difficult to compare different uh, opportunities. Because it's like you have to to <laughs> to try to think that they are right, but you don't you don't you can't test this. This is scoring. So this is uh, what what we want to offer our our users. So at the end is, as Fernando said, is um is a tool. We are designing or creating the the platform we would like to use as as investors. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. And as an investor myself, I've also encountered these same issues. And sometimes one of the big issues that I've also written about on the blog is for many new investors, they might have a limited amount, let's say 1,000 to 10,000 euro to invest. So I've always said, listen, it doesn't make sense to open 20 accounts and invest 100 euro on each. Just why are you wasting so much time? Yeah. And especially if you're living in a country like Spain, as I am, just preparing the taxes and the documentation you have to prepare is just not worth it, you know, you're in terms of time wasted, you're making a loss guaranteed every year. So this idea of having one platform where on top of that, I think I can rely on maybe experts who already know the market much better than I do. It's quite attractive to me. And perhaps we should talk about that extra layer of expertise that you, especially Juancho, you, you come from an architectural background, no? You you know what project is rubbish, it's pie in the sky, and which are real projects. And I think this was one of the biggest problems over the past two years, where there were a lot of projects, especially in the development sector, where they're just big ideas. But in the end, perhaps someone like you would immediately recognize that this does not make sense. You know, you never be able to sell these apartments at that price or this area is very high risk in terms of developing something here. So I think that's very attractive. And I don't know if you've also thought about this layer of an extra guarantee to the investor. Well, at the moment we are not able to, to go so, so far on the, on the, um, on analyzing the, the project because, uh, this is also we are working on is because sometimes the problem is that there is like a gap of information. So you see a, a project, okay, this is this is good. We have like this. Uh, they send you the devaluation of the property, but this devaluation in, in the future when yeah. when they are going, it's, it's a supposed valuation in in the in in one year once the all the works have finished. But, but I, I think you mentioned something about the, the different risk factors, risk scoring that platforms use. And I've seen, for example, the loan to value. Sometimes the value is used about the final project and others, other platforms use the current value. So I guess you normalize everything and, and put everything on the same level. No? Not yet, because uh, uh, at the moment, it's also one of the things that, that we are working on is we are right now in a working group with some other uh, crowd lending platforms to try to get like a standard to normalize the information mm -hmm. because 
this is a, also a very big issue, not also for the investors, but also for the for the properties, for the mm-hmm. sorry, for the platforms, because in order to have more liquidity and in order to be able to have like a liquidity pool, so so all the platforms could uh, sell uh, all their their loans in a big marketplace. That that's our our idea, our aim. It's very difficult if all of the platforms don't have the same standard for gathering um, information, for sharing information. So that's what we are working on, on, on this. Since we are, we've been talking for several weeks with this, with this group. We are talking every, like every month. We, we, we join, we have a meeting and we are trying to like to build and like a protocol. So we could really have all the same standards, but at the moment, but it's, it's complicated because not everybody is interested and not all the platforms have the technology. Many, well, you also will, for sure, you, you have seen as, as an investor and that maybe the platforms are very good in their business, but they are not so good in the technical side. So when you talk to them, Hey, please, I need you to, to have an API. With this uh, standard, with this protocol, with we need this and this and this and this, and and they <laughs> they go like crazy. It's like, oof, that's too many work. But I think that is absolutely necessary, and and we are working really hard in in this in order to, obviously, we, our aim is to be like the the standard of the of the market, and and so that all we could be in the middle of, of all the platforms, that would be great if if all if any platform could could share. Their, their secondary market through our platform. So we are working on that, but at the moment we have to publish the information that we receive from the, from the platform directly. And right now we are working on this like standardization. Okay. They say this, but it's not the same as you said that the loan to value mm-hmm. now or the loan to value in the future uh, is really a first mortgage. Where is that? I need to see the, the documentation. Because also there are so many times that they say that these have this, this first mortgage and they don't. It's, it's another type of, of agreement, but this is not in the registry. So not to mention other languages. No, some contracts are maybe in Lithuanian or Latvian and like I can different read regulations. That. And yeah, yeah, it's absolutely crazy. And so just take a step back then. What is exactly right now? What do you do? Do you do curation or is it just? Uh, the availability, the, the main selling point of someone to use your platform is being able to access several platforms from one platform, or is it also some kind of curation involved? Uh, well, of course, we, we first, we talk, we, we, we make this, uh, creation as, as you say, because we don't list all the platforms. So, so we only list the platforms. That we, we, we have seen that we have been talking with them. We have invested first as, as investors in, in a private way. And once we see that they are, we can trust in that platforms, then we sign the agreement and then we start uh, this cooperation. And that's what our proposal. So you said also at the beginning. So what's make us uh, or unique or how we di- differentiate from, from the, com- from, from the competitors? Mm-hmm. Well, first. We focus on, on business loans and especially in property backed loans. So at the moment, we don't offer uh, consumer loans. First, because we don't have the license. And second, because also we think that the, the consumer loans are really, really risky. You know, everybody thinks that this bayback guarantee is, is, is yeah. the best of the best, but the reality is that no, that we have seen recently that the, if the loan originator defaults, then you are going to lose all your money. So, 
So we, we, we really think that the first integration is, is really important. And second, I always prefer to have like a real guarantee. I, I prefer a, a, a collateral, uh, and if it's, if it's a real estate collateral, <laughs> better. So, so this is this uh, focus on real estate, right, and, and business loans. The second point is that, um, of course, we we offer to to invest in this uh, in this project not only from loan originators because you know all these uh, huge marketplaces for for peer to peer lending. They just offer to invest in in loans from from loan originators, and I think that we at the moment are the only platform uh, in Europe that we have like this mixed model. So you can also invest in these loan originators, but you also can invest in crowdfunding platforms, traditional crowdfunding platforms. So uh, I think that that it's uh, users are going really to, to save a lot, a lot of time. So it's it's really convenient. And also, as I said, we have a license as, as financial institutions that I think that not many platforms have this, this license. You know, in the, in the Baltics, uh, we could be operating without the license, but no, we have, we wanted to be like really strict about this. So we have this, this license. And of course, we are, we want to offer this, this independent scoring and risk scoring of all the platforms. So as it's, it's really important for us that we are not a crowdfunding platform. So we are, we are not married with any with any of, of our partners or or really they are like our suppliers of, of loans. So all right, we, we we want to be very strict in the in selecting and scoring our our loan originators, and that's what we offer to to our users to our investors. And actually, one thing about uh, what Juancho was saying it's we made a pre-selection on the on the projects we list. For example, they send us 10 loans and we check them. We don't have the risk scoring properly, but out of the 10, we only list two or three because that's what we think they are the best. And that's why our track record is really, really high. All the projects, they've been paid or not, they are in some part of the payment process so we can return the investments for the, for our investors. And even so that we don't have the risk scoring to show to the investors so they can know better. At the moment, we do it manually and we check and we see if the project is viable and if not, and if it's a good project. So the investor could know. So it goes to a filter process just before. Okay, so so there is some element of curation there happening. Yeah, you're not listing every project from all of these platforms. No, we're not. Uh, we're okay. we're we're really strict with that. We check for for all the paperwork, and if they don't give us all the paperwork, all the documentation of the the company being built and for what is uh, going to be the money, we don't list the project. We check that with the government of each country. Uh, we have uh, from Philippines, uh, Russia, so it's a uh, hard work doing this part, and we we check each each project by itself. Okay. So I'd like to bring in my dad now, who's also on the call with us as usual. And I'd like to him to, to take the role on a beginning investor to see a bit, explore what's the kind of process that one would be going about when registering with BrickFi and choosing products, etc. 
Hello, uh, Juancho and uh, Fernando. Welcome to our show. Um, I've been through your website and uh, quite in detail. Um, I'm 65 years old. I've accumulated some wealth um, uh, over the years, hard-earned, and obviously I'm very much concerned that um, with time, inflation can start biting into my savings unless I start earning uh, returns. Unfortunately, at the moment, the banks are not uh, giving a lot of interest, basically almost nothing. People are investing in a movable property. Um, they are um, investing in property-backed companies. And uh, they are also um, discovering these uh, various platforms, this uh, crowdfunding thing. And I got intrigued through my son uh, as well. I'm going to ask you a number of questions, which are the main concerns, hopefully, of people like me, my, my age bracket. Uh, we're not very computer savvy, therefore, the easier the better to invest uh, on such platforms. But uh, we have a bit of financial background and background about investments. Therefore, my first question would be this. Um, you are um, Spanish and uh, Mexican, right? And yes. you have established yourselves uh, through this company, BrickFi, in Estonia. Um, we are noticing that in the Baltics, there are um, there is a number of, of platforms, uh, you know, of crowdfunding, etc. And one of the first questions is, and uh, Juancho mentioned this earlier, is regulation. Therefore, if I am investing my money with you, I need some peace of mind that you are regulated. I don't know you that much. Um, by time, maybe I will start knowing you better. But obviously, people um, are a bit wary before they trust somebody with their money. Therefore, regulation comes into play. The more regulated, the more comfort. On the other hand, extreme regulation can choke everything. Therefore, setting up yourselves in Estonia, um, what was the reason and the regulated uh, environment that you are working in and the license that you have? What obligations does it impose on you? Okay, that's uh, that's a really uh, a very a very good good question, very good point. So. Uh, when when we decided that that we wanted to get the money of the of the investors in order to 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 offer this or to build this this marketplace, the first thing we 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 made was was obviously to to investigate or to research in all the different regulations because uh, for example we we wanted to start from I think from uh, from the lowest point that is retail investors in order to start the the, the platform. And for example, in Spain, the, as, as you said, the, there is like a um, super, super <laughs> regulation. So um, this um, claim assignment is legal in Spain, but it's only uh, allowed if you offer the, the, your marketplace to investors, to, to really uh, people with, with a lot of money. So the minimum investment for this type of, of investors would be uh, 100,000 euros. So. So I think it's, this was not the best uh, target to start the, the idea. You know, we are we are um, a startup, so so we wanted to start 
step by step. So first we are going to start with a small amount of money with a small uh, loans. And after that, we want to grow. Obviously, in our main, our aim is to, to be, to get a higher license in, in Spain or in Estonia. Uh, obviously, we would like to be uh, an investment firm, but at the moment, uh, we wanted to offer this opportunity to, to invest in, in loans. So we were also looking and talking to, to lawyers and, and law firms from different places in, in the UK, in Malta. Also, we, we talked with some lawyers. And at the end, we, we saw that it's true in, in the Baltics, the regulation is, is, is like more friendly with, with all these new technologies, you know, with all this e-Estonian residency and the, uh, uh, most of them, the lending platforms are, are from there. So we, we saw that it, this, this country was, was Europe first. So it's under the, the European law. So we are, and uh, we have like this, um, discover of, of the uh, European Union. And the second point is that uh, we have like an, a legal structure that we can, we can hold all these operations. And that the important thing was we had to, to have like, uh, the shared capital, minimum shared capital. We have to, to like to set all these uh, anti-money laundry and all these processes to be approved by the by the FCA in all well, the finance inspection. Sorry, in 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 Estonia. And so we really what we can do at the moment is like we can issue loans. We are not doing that at the moment, but with our license, what we can do is to offer loans and to intermediate in business loans. This is also very very important. Because we don't, we, we, we do just what we are allowed to do with our license. As you can see, for example, we are not able to intermediate with equity crowdfunding. You will see in our platform that there is no equity. Why there is no equity crowdfunding that it's, I, I love equity crowdfunding for, especially for real estate. I think it's also a very good point, but according to the Estonian law, we are not allowed to intermediate in the selling of shares. For that, we would need another type of license. So, for example, that's that's one of our points. So, so we want to be like very strict in the in order to do all all the um, all the compliance, yes, the, the compliance with with the Estonian regulation. So we have to check to double check all the investors. We have to check. We are we have to to reject like a lot of people that that want to invest because we need to check the address. We need to check the the telephone. We want to check the. The ID card or the passport, both sides, we have to check the ID, the image, everything. We have to check the bank account. We have to check the European sanctions map. So like we have to be very, very tough in, in order to approve uh, uh, the, the KYC for, for every client. And the second thing that we have to do with, obviously, we have to check that the loan is for a business. So we cannot accept consumer loans. The last part is, as I said, is the, uh, at the beginning is like we have this segregation of funds. This is also very important. The money of the investors is in one account and the money of the company is in, is in another, in another uh, account, separated account. We made the right decision going to incorporating the, the company in, in Estonia because uh, most of the, of the, our suppliers and most of the competitors also are, are there. So we are also in, in a very good, uh, we are always in touch with our competitors uh, because we, it's, yeah, it's also, it's, it's important also to talk with other platforms. So, so it's easier for us to, 
to be in touch and to and to check if, if they are legit or not participating in, in in conferences for for lending and all all this type of meetings so so it was the place we we had to we had to be in, in the baltics so maybe in the future okay we, we would be happy to 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 have a, a license from the fca but I, as i said we have to go step by step okay uh, that's great one question i would like to ask about the, you said that you have to turn away a lot of investors because of the KYC and uh, this kind of thing. What are the typical reasons why you would need to, to turn away such investors? Really, I think really is uh, we 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 haven't uh, found any investors really that with with a real KYC problem of of being a, a terrorist or something like this is yeah. really really is they are not they have not sanctions it's really i think that they are lazy they are they okay. it's like okay maybe i just take a picture of my id card and i send it and and maybe i'm lazy of of doing taking the second picture and then verifying my phone and also i need to verify my address maybe we are we are losing some uh, some investors uh, at many other platforms it's like okay send me an email send me the money it's, it's okay and, and, and suppose that you, you you will have seen that many platforms is like they, they allow ask you later yes? which is worse yeah like when you have to withdraw the money, KYC. <laughs> For them, it's better, obviously. It's like, okay, invest, invest, no problem. Send me the money. And once you want to take out your money, hey, you don't have the KYC. Then obviously the, the person is, <laughs> will have to do that. But we also believe that that if you don't want really to to take the time to to send us the your ID to verify and with an SMS your mobile and 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 your address is, is quite easy. You you don't you really you have all the information in your mobile. You don't need yeah. to to look for extra paper. So all right, it's it's a little bit uh, boring to have to send all this. But the good point is that once you are registered with us, you you will have to be able to invest in many different platforms at the same time. But really, I think is is the problem is that many investors are 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 lazy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, actually, this thing of know your client is quite important. Um, people were put off by it in the past. Now they are getting accustomed to it, and they expect it. If you had a situation where you don't ask um, for any know your client documentation, people would start asking, uh, what's this? Therefore, I think it's important. Uh, I've been through your website. From what I could gather, it's not very cumbersome, and it's good that you explain to us uh, what uh, you actually need. But I noted that uh, you only accept clients who have uh, a bank account in the European Union or in a country with the same standards of the European Union. Another question is whether um, you accept only euros because all the loans that I have seen are denominated in euros, irrespective of where they are. You have the Baltics, Russia, Italy, Spain, and the Philippines, um, if I understand well. But uh, if I noticed well, everything is in euro. Therefore, the other question is whether you only accept uh, euro. And um, uh, the fact that 
how come that uh, you don't accept clients from the UK and the United States? Is it because of FATCA, for example, the United States, or, or uh, is it imposed by the license that you have? No, no, it really is if the part of the bank account and working just with euros is because it was the the simple and easiest way to start because at the moment we are working with, with a bank provider that is Paysera. And if we receive the transfers from banks different from, from the, from the SEPA, uh, from the Eurozone, the, the commissions are, are really high. So our margin is very low. So because, uh, so if, if people start sending us a few amount of money from uh, other, other countries different from, from the European zone, then it, it, it made no, no sense for us. So th this is just a very, very simple and very, very easy uh, question. Obviously, in the future, we want to, we would like to accept all type of investors and from all, <laughs> from all around the world. But uh, as I said, we want to go step by step. So it was too complicated at the beginning to start offering different, different Currencies, different. Uh, also, the, the website, as you, as you said, we are from Spain and from Mexico, so so we are Spanish native speakers. But the website at the moment is only in English. Why only in English? Because also it was the the, the easiest way to start. So so obviously in the in the midterm we want to also offer the, the platform in Spanish and in the, on more languages. But for in order to do the things in in the proper uh, step by step. We, we have started just with euros, just with uh, European accounts, and just with English. So and in the midterm, we will be more than, than um, willing to, to offer more, more currencies and, and more countries. But and if will... somebody is from the UK and uh, wants to invest euros, would it be possible for him? Or uh, an American who has euros, can he invest? Yes. First, you have to do to have this uh, European account. I mean, if you live in the UK or uh, the United States and you manage to open an account, I don't know, with uh, with any fintech bank or whatever, so it's, it's very easy. Then you have this euro account, okay? You have euros and you have a euro account. Then there is no no problem. But we cannot accept a direct transfer from the United States in dollars. And then we, and to change the, the, so that's, that's too, com not too complicated, too expensive at the, at the moment for us. So, so we need the, the investors to have a euro account. Um, initially I thought that, uh, I assumed that, uh, the fact that you were asking for a bank account in the European Union so that you will get more comfort with regards to anti money laundering issues because oh. obviously, it's not easy to open a bank account uh, in the European Union. They ask a lot of questions. And the fact that I would have a bank account in the European Union would prima facie mean that uh, that uh, the, the source of the money is okay. Well, obviously, obviously that, that was also another, another reason because it makes very more easy for us to, to, to comply, to do all the compliance. And on, for example, uh, Technically, we could also accept uh, cash, but for example, we don't want to accept cash because this, this brings a lot of problems. So, so we just, we just want wire transfers from uh, European banks. So this is the easiest way to be crystal clear that all the money has come from a verified source. 
Okay. Because also the banks have, are supposed to have made also their, their work. Okay, therefore, um, having understood all this, I'm ready to start investing with you. What is the minimum and is there a maximum as well of money that I can invest with you? Well, the minimum it's you can start investing starting with five euros and there's no maximum. Well, but for the compliance, depending on the amount you're investing, we'll have to make uh, more checks on you and check the money is coming from a clean source. It's white money and there's no uh, problem uh, with that. But there's no maximum amount you can invest in and you can diversify it as much as you want, uh, starting with five euros per project or invest all as the, the loan has available at the moment. Therefore, you make it as low as five euros as an appetizer so that uh, a potential investor would test first how it works, etc. Exactly. As Juancho said at the beginning, we went for the retail investors. So we know retail investors are more aware that or they care more of where to put those five euros, but they can, they can do five euros is not that much money, but they can check the platform. They can know if it's working, if it's, it has a return on their investments and how much it is. And it's not that pricey. They don't need to have so much confidence. The confidence we know we will earn it with the time. And those investors will recommend us with, with other investors of their friends. The active investors we have at the moment, they really like the product. They talk with us a lot and they actually start telling their friends and telling, and we've been growing for the last year, mainly organically. We haven't marketed ourselves in any platform. We haven't done proper marketing things. We, we don't spend on marketing because we believe in our product and we're believing on what we're giving to the, to the, our investors. You also claim that you don't charge me as an investor any fees. That makes me wonder a bit. Um, from where do you get your earnings? And uh, I was thinking whether uh, your earnings are derived from commissions that you get from the deal partners, no? Exactly. Is that correct? Exactly. <laughs> we, we have an agreement with each deal partner and we get a commission depending with our deal partner of how much it is. So we don't charge our investors anything. It's fully free for our investors because we, as I said, we are trying to give the opportunity of investment, not only to the big family uh, offices or, or institutions, but also to the small investor that he can start investing with just five euros. Yes. In fact, um, I got intrigued on this and I checked bulk estates which is a deal partner with you. And there was a particular project and uh, this was advertised in both there, obviously their website and on yours. And initially I suspected that maybe the rate of return is lower on your website, <laughs> but actually uh, I confirmed that it was the same. And that's how I came to the conclusion that uh, your earnings come from, come from the commission. Therefore, it's good. Therefore, as soon as I subscribe with you, you open for me a shop window. Therefore, with one key, there, uh, not an issue of have, uh, having several keys. Jean uh, talked about this earlier on. Uh, it makes it easier, more important for the investor. 
to have somebody like you that uh, opens the door. And there are 10 deal partners. Some of them I know, others I don't. How do you choose them? Is it a question who offers the highest commission or the most reliable? How do you go about it? We choose them because uh, we've been in this business for, for a lot of years. So we have like a personal relationship with, with many of the owners of the, or, or the CEOs. And also because we've been investing uh, by our own. So we've been talking with, with many people. And, and so, hey, we are, we are, um, like we start to talk with them. Hey, we, we have this, this platform. We have this project. So our proposal for, for the platforms, you were talking also about the, about the, how, how do we earn money? Obviously we would charge a, a small fee to the, to the platforms. And so what's our proposal? So we've been talking about our proposal for the, for the users and our proposal for the, for the platforms is, okay, you, you are also have to, you can uh, trust in us to, to also to have more investments and you don't have to spend money in marketing. So we are going the ones who, who, who are going in, in getting in charge of all these investors. And, and even with, with platforms, for example, that have like a higher level of investment, we, as, as you said, we have this small amount. They don't want to take care of this retail is a small investment of five euros. So that for the, for the platform, we are the, the only investors. So the, the way that the, the, the investments are, are carried is that, all right, we take all the investment orders and we invest big five. The company is the one that invests in the loan. And after that, uh, uh, so as we previously have signed this, this agreement with the, with the platform, we are allowed to, to make this claim assignment. So, so BrickFi is the is the borrower for the platform, and after that we reassign the claim to the to the borrower. And in the process, we have uh, signed with the platform that we have uh, we receive our our fee depending on the on the type of project and the type of or loan originator. There is like a or a partial uh, assignment, so we get uh, like a, a small percentage of the interest, or is directly like an initial fee. On the amount invested, it depends. So sometimes we we get the money at the beginning of the investment, and all and in other projects, on every installment of the of the loan, we get just a very small part of the of the interest. But also, as you said, we always publish the loans and the lending projects at the same rate interest in that our uh, loan originator or lender provider offers the loan in their website. And the reason is because they, they they are saving money using our platform because they don't have to make so many marketing. And that's the reason why they, they pay us uh, this small fee. Yeah, and they don't and have also, to do either the KYC to so many customers. They uh, The operations for them, it's uh, way cheaper. And one other thing we we do to to know if we're choosing that platform, it's we verify all the papers of that platform to list it in our in our site. Uh, actually, recently we got uh, an offer from another platform that want to be listed with us, and well, we refused it. It's it's not in our site or anything because it didn't comply with the with our terms. And uh, with regards to your organization, how deep uh, is it in terms of manpower? Is it uh, the two of you or you have more people working for you? Do you have consultants, uh, maybe subcontracted? 
Uh, at the moment, uh, we are just both of us, so <laughs> crystal clear. It's just Fernando and me uh, working really hard, uh, working uh, from all the day, developing the, the the technical part of the of the project. Obviously, at the at the moment, we are also we have like a. Well, we are going to sign uh, an agreement with uh, with a risk provider. So we will soon all our investors will have this uh, like this risk scoring detail of, of every platform and also from every borrower. But it's just Fernando and me. So we are a small platform, but <laughs> you can absolutely trust on on us. You can you have our uh, our IDs, our names, our phones, so you know where you, if you want, you are invited to our. To our uh, office, I don't know. It's, uh, I know that you said man powered. Obviously, we are a small team, but really strong. The question come comes up: um, if something happens to you, or uh, God forbid, or somebody of you, the two of you, had to leave or to do something else, uh, what would happen then? This is, I think, uh, an issue uh, that uh, is good to address. And in the extreme, if something happens and you go belly up, you go bank, you go bankrupt, um, what type of comfort would an investor have? The the investor has the claim. You have the you have the claim. Then at the end, even if if we go bankrupt and we disappear, you are the owner of this claim assignment. So really, for example, you mentioned. For example, bulk state, all right. So, so you invest on, on, on one of these bulk state projects from our website. You really own the claim to have the, you have these economical rights to go against the, um, uh, the borrower. So therefore you don't are, act as nominees. And therefore it's not like acting as nominees on my behalf. You pass on the title to me. Therefore you are a sort of matchmaker. Mm-hmm. You put me in touch with the uh, deal partner or whoever it is. And if something had to happen to you, God forbid, I would still have the claim directly on them, not not on you as such, on them. Yes, yes, right. Because really what you are investing in the in the claim, not offer, not not on Brickfine, on the borrower directly. So really you are not even mm, investing on bulk estate. You are you are investing in buying a claim from the borrower from the real estate, for example, from the real estate developer that is developing that real estate project. It's like if you have an account with a broker in stocks. If you get a stock and the broker goes bankrupt, you'll still have the, the stock. It would not be acting as nominee, but it, they would be uh, on your own name. Therefore, when it comes to um, getting information about these investments um, or getting information about the deal partners. Do I get that information from you or from them? You get it completely from us. We are in touch with these platforms. And if anything happens to any project or anything, we inform as soon as we know of what is going on. If something is going on that is not planned on the project, we start asking and we inform directly to, to our investors. Because we believe the most important thing when you put your money on is what's going on on the project and with your money. We're always providing as much as information on each project so you can know what's going on with your money and with that project. Obviously, I can access their websites. 
to get the information that I want. However, it might be a bit biased. Therefore, I come to you to get a more independent opinion. Although you might have a bit of a conflict of interest because you earn commissions from them. Um, if I had to ask you this question directly, frankly, I mean, what is your answer? I don't feel we're on that position. We always, I mean, our suppliers are our partners, but we are on, we're taking care of the investments. So we feel that we need to provide information to our investors. At the end, that's how we earned uh, our money. And the, our suppliers know that. That's what uh, we, we want to tell them. That's why we offer more information than the same platform. And uh, we tell if actually the investment was 15% as they promised or 13% because it was delayed between the pledge time or the, and the, yeah, the pledge time plus the, plus all the time you have to, your money invested and they have also a delay. Well, we take all those in account and we set how much was what you actually earned, not just give you the money back and don't have an analysis on that return on, of your investment. I have seen a range of uh, returns on uh, your platform from as low as 7.5 and as high as almost 14%. I also noticed two other things. Um, there is a range of duration, the lowest being four months and the highest being three years. And I also noticed, uh, quite surprisingly but positively, that you rate the investments. There's a rating, um, there's something that I didn't see on any other platform uh, till now. Who who gives those ratings? Uh, at the from, from what basis do you at, get them? At the moment, the rating is provided by the the platform and the project, and that's what we want to change. We want to, to have a third party that gives the scoring based uh, on the project and based on the possibility of the platform to pay that the money that was borrowed, uh, but at the moment it's provided by the same platform. I see. Therefore, they themselves provide that that rating. Yeah, it's not hundred percent independent, of course, but obviously they have their own name to protect as well. Um, and I think uh, all this crowdfunding, etc., is very much based on credibility, on reputation on uh, transparency. Um, Jean made a reference to this also with regards to updates um, if, if a loan is not performing. How can you cope with all these pressures? Uh, Juan, Juan, you, you said that you are working really hard. I can imagine because uh, with two people dealing with all <laughs> these situations, not easy. How do you cope with giving all the support to your clients? And is it 24 by 7? I think it's difficult, but how deep is it? Well, really, at the, at the end, is every, every morning when uh, Fernando and Nia start the, the, the day, we, we always talk about how, what do we want to see as, as an investor? It's like, okay, we are really proud of the, of the product we, we have, but we really want it to be better because Obviously, we have uh, we we have like a, a lot of ideas that that we want really to to be there for you for the investors. So we always have this this in mind. So obviously, there is like sometimes 
because this, I have to, to admit that is really, really boring. <laughs> all this paperwork of checking all the loans and everything is, I prefer to be coding. So Fernando and me are, are also like, well, he's better, quite better than me in, in the technical side. But I also really enjoy coding. So I, I really love to be doing like this, working on this algorithm to, to, okay, to check the risk country. Also to check the, the borrower, the how old is the company? How good are the numbers? How good are the evaluation is with the valuation of the properties? We are working right now on that technical part to build this algorithm. That's for me and for Fernando, it's like fun is this that's we really enjoy that part of the of the work but obviously we have to do also this really boring 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 part and all this bureaucracy okay okay a new project and then we have to ask for the for the loan for the papers sometimes there is not all the information on the website so then we have to email uh, the platform hey please send us more info because at the website of the of the project many times there is not so many information or there is missing information about the borrower or about the project or about where is the place. So we need to ask for more information and we have to check everything and we have to check the numbers and we have to, to find the, all the information of the borrower and, and we have to check that it's real and that it exists and on the, on the papers are, are right. So obviously it's, it's, it's a lot of work at the moment for, for two people, but uh, as, as we are, Increasing how the, the uh, how to say the automatization of the of the processes. Uh, the, obviously, the first day when we launched the, the MVP one year ago, everything absolutely everything was was done manually. It was just Fernando and me. Okay, we have to make a transfer, and I, we have to go to make the transfer, and we have to do everything manually. So we have been adding layers and more layers of technology. Now all the all the transfers, all the part with the bank is automated with with the API of the bank, and we are also built our own API. Soon we also have the, our own API with the platform. So every time we have more, let's say, free time to take care of of the of the investors and not also of this uh, bureaucracy. And um, we really, really hope that like, I, I hope that it, it will be like a month. We will have like this version of this um, risk scoring that is a very, very boring part of the of the process. And once the, the, the technology, we will release this part of the code and we will have more spare time to also to talk with the, with investors because, and also to make marketing because we, we have get to the point that when, when we are really sure about our technology, about our product, also, uh, we are really, we are really proud about them. Well, Fernando is the, the, the expert on this part, but also the, the, the technology and the security for, for hackers and all this type of, of attacks. Uh, well, Fernando is, is super good at this. So our, our product, our platform is really good, really safe, and it's really thought for the, for the investors. And, and that's what we want to do every day. We want to, I like, I love the questions you are asking me because it's, it's really the, the questions that we want to answer in our platform. And I, I've also been taking note of, of some of the questions that you have asked, but because I think that if you are asking them, then it's not clear in the, in the website, no, it's, or not enough. So maybe we are going also to work for, to answer with more transparency or, or to be more clear with our investors.
So thank you also for for all these uh, questions because it's 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 also good for us to know all the, all your doubts for sure are are the the, the doubts that no, it's a bit of a grilling, uh, Juancho, but uh, this is normal, I think, with uh, somebody who is going to trust somebody else uh, with his money. Can I jump in with another question, maybe related more to the property itself? Um, so I'm seeing that you've got the deal partners from several countries here. For sure, when you say country, it's where the company itself is based at. So take Investor, they're based in Spain, Balka State in Estonia, but each of these might also be doing deals with property outside of Estonia, outside of Spain. First of all, do you select them based on these real estate markets? themselves and how do you see the real estate scene uh, around the world do you see any particular countries or areas which are maybe more high risk but high returns others that are more stable why have you built up this portfolio of countries here well as as, as you can see it's, well, just taking taking a look at, at the interest rate on on different platforms around around europe obviously the, the the east, the east of, of Europe, on, on, on all the Baltics, and the the interest are quite quite more high. That, for example, I don't know in in Austria, the the I think the, the most famous platform there is offering like four percent, and they are funding all, all their projects. Obviously, uh, the, the the investor from from there don't knows that the, the reality of the real estate market, and they prefer and they trust the, that company. At the moment, we we have seen also in our platform that. People anyway, they prefer the the highest return, the better. But I think that this is something that we want to well not to change, but to offer the the, the investor the, the the knowledge to know that okay, if you are investing at this risk level, then you are also assuming a higher a real risk. So and also anyway, as you said, maybe sometimes it's the the, the level or the balance between the risk and the and the return is also in the Baltics at, the, at a very good point because maybe the risk is is high, but the the returns are are really are really high. So obviously, in the, at the UK, maybe the the returns are between seven and eight. In Spain, it depends quite a lot on the platforms, but they are something similar in the Deutschland or, or Austria or the center of Europe. It's more like four, five, three percent. And in the Baltics, it's like crazy. They they are, I think, like they are like, for example, was the Spanish market 20 years ago. So it's like they are booming, and and they have so many <laughs> so many land to to build and to to develop. So it's 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 really it's really crazy. We are also in uh, talking with with some uh, platforms in the in the UK, and also uh, because of Fernando with. With platforms in in Mexico and and also in in Latin, but for example, because there there are also good good opportunities, but at the moment we we had this problem first with the currency, and also because then we also need to, in order to get uh, to be accredited as as investors in their platform, because that's what we do. We 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 register as a company as an investor in all the platforms we 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 have an agreement and also we are registered on, on different platforms that we are not still on, an agreement and in order to be able to invest in this uh, in, in these other uh, countries we need like to open an account 
And at the moment, it's like too many bureaucracy. Hopefully, in, also in the midterm, we will be able to, to do this because also for an investor, a particular investor is, is very complicated. If you would like to invest by your own in Mexico, maybe if you have an account in Spain, in Spain it's easier, but if you are from other parts in Europe, it's going to be impossible for you to, to invest in Mexico. And also in, in the UK, it's complicated. From, you need a, a sterling account. So that's what we want to, to help investors to, to make their, their life easier. Okay, that's interesting. And maybe a question for Fernando from my end. I know he's also interested in crypto. So, so we're seeing a lot of innovation in the crypto space, especially in DeFi, for example. What I have not seen enough of is this marriage between crypto and real estate. And I know there were some platforms in the US where they were doing tokenized real estate, for example. Do you think of this, of adding a crypto layer, especially to reduce the friction between the fiat currencies or maybe make it more accessible to the people all, all around the world? We actually are talking with a bank to open a crypto account. We're looking to possibilities. We're really into crypto and tokenization. We, we would love to add a layer uh, on top of what we have. We've been discussing, in fact, uh, that for the couple of months on how to do it and how can it be legal to do it where we are because we need a crypto license in order to make it. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, with all the blockchain technology and the tokenization of assets, we really see an opportunity of uh, mobility of assets and how it can be, and also uh, a traceability of all the of all the assets. And can be, it will be easier to share this for investors around the world. At the moment, we haven't found the key on how to do it, but well, we're looking for that, and we're really eager to 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 get this layer on yeah i think it would be a game changer so i'm looking forward to that yeah but the problem jan is is that well it's, it's not easy but the problem is that okay, the, the technical side of the of the of this real estate tokenization is is easy i think okay it's very easy okay this is the the token for this building but the real the real problem with real estate and, and blockchain is the law and the taxes of course you know that real estate is charged on every single transaction and all the governments around the world takes a lot of money on each uh, single transaction and they are not going to allow that you sell uh, uh, a property without paying your taxes. So, okay, technically it would be, it would be very easy. Okay, I can sell, I, I have invested in this building and I, now I resell my participation on this building. But okay, I just you just have to pay the, the gas of the transaction. But the problem is that the government is going to say, hey, come come here, you have to pay taxes. I don't care about the crypto. You have uh, the, the transmission of a real estate property is charged according to the law. Actually, we were speaking with some platforms from India, and we just learned that in India, uh, cryptocurrencies, for example, they were banned or they're getting banned. They're trying to pass a law on that and you cannot mine you will not be able to uh, hold any cryptocurrency or anything regarding th that subject and fines will be really really high so uh, governments are uh, i don't know they're finding some ways in order to stop in certain manner these kind of things 
I don't think they will be able to, but let's not <laughs> go down that rabbit, <laughs> ho rabbit hole. <laughs> I, 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 agree, I agree with you, but only partially. I mean, governments are not going to be able to stop, I think, cryptocurrencies. That I, for sure, I think I agree with you that that's, they are un unstoppable. But the problem is to the, their physical part. I mean, Crypto is, is great on the on the technical on the ether side of the world, but when you get to the real world and you get to the real estate, then the friction starts, and that that that's the point. The tokenization of real estate at the moment, there are more, there are not technical problems, there are legal problems. Uh, so so that's We're that's the point. And also, it, yeah. yeah, from from my point of view, it it has no, it, it makes no sense to tokenize. A small uh, property that is going to be sold, for example, a loan. It has no sense to issue a token for a property that is going to be sold into into years. Then wh why do you spend money and time in issuing a token that is going to disappear into years? And uh, so maybe if you want to tokenize a very huge building that is going to be there and, and to to be like in a stock market of, of buildings, that would be great. But for small properties, I think it makes no sense at the moment because of these illegal uh, situations or reasons. Well, we've also seen the boom in NFTs recently. So I think that's quite similar, actually. So let's see how that develops as well. It's quite similar. Yeah, the NFTs got got really into a hype the last couple of months. And it's... Uh, They've managed to to find a way to to digitalize and make make it unique a digital art, and uh, it's quite kind of the same. But art wasn't that strict on legal terms. I'm talking about it's more. It was easier to go on the legal terms, I think, because at the end, uh, the technical side now is easy. There was like yeah. people have done this and they've already studied it. And now the technology is really developed and it's really constructed well. So it's not that hard to implement it. But when it comes to all the nature of the bureaucracy, uh, how the, you need a notary to do that. In theory, you don't even need a, a notary right now. And so you're taking a lot of, uh, out of the, the economy, uh, a lot of things that are not needed because, because you have a contract that says certain things and everything is written on the tokenization and everything it's there. But now obviously it's going to be hard on the legal terms to do this. Yeah, I agree. But I think there's also a lot of exciting opportunities because, yeah. I mean, in Europe, we're used to buying a place and having the rights to it. No, but I'm sure you know that there are many countries where property rights almost don't exist. No, who owns this, this house? You know, no one can prove it. So once hopefully that gets on the blockchain and you can cryptographically prove that you own this piece of land or this building, then it can be moved into these secondary layers like mm, platforms like yours, or you can do more stuff with it. As I said, like, we're really looking into that because we're, we're we love crypto and we really like, we, we think it's, it's the future and it's not going to take more than five years to, to be there. But at the moment, it's just hard. Like, yeah, I agree. I had a question about corporate clients, uh, Juancho. 
do you have corporate clients? And uh, if yes, uh, are they subject to uh, more rigorous know your client procedure? Yes, uh, uh, we are, we accept corporate clients, and and uh, the yes, as as you have mentioned, the the KYB then for for these for the businesses is is a little bit more tough. So it's like then we have like to ask for all the it's like a double double work because we have to check like like the person like the the CEO and the and all the people the all the managers of the platform in an individual way and also we need to ask for a lot of papers from the company but it's not so well, it's, it's I think it's the same for 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 any other uh, investing platform so we are going to ask for the for <laughs> the standard documentation of the of the platform yeah but yes yes we we if if you see when you get registered when we just start the, the registration process in Brickfy, you see there there I'm a I'm a personal investor or a or a company and and yes yes we can you can register as a as a corporate. With regards to tax, um, can you give me peace of mind that the interest that I would earn would be gross, that is without any withholding tax, and that I would pay tax. In my the country of residence, the yes. agreement we have uh, with all the part with all our partners is that they don't take any any tax in order to avoid double taxation. So we we don't uh, the all the all the interest we we pay to our investors or uh, we offer are let's say raw. So so it's it's your responsibility. You have uh, the, there's a, a button at the at the top. You can ask for your tax report. So it's your responsibility to pay your taxes in your your country. I was going so to ask you about the tax report, which is important. Uh, what kind of tax report do you provide me? You are going to have a, a detail of all the money you have invested during during all the year, and all the interest you have earned. And also, in in, in the case of of um, I, for example, any any bonus or something like this because of a campaign or when you register first time, for example, and you can refer by a friend, then you get, for example, five euros. So, okay, this is the money you have invested. This is the interest you have earned, and this is the, the bonus that you have earned. And everything is detailed. So at the end, you invested, I don't know, 10,000 euros. You have earned 1,500 of, of euros, and that's the paper you need for, for your taxing uh, declaration, and you have to, to pay the taxes according to, to your I program. I imagine this, this would include also any affiliate commission that I would earn. Um, can, can you um, uh, elaborate a bit on this affiliate program that you have? At the moment, uh, the, is, is, uh, this, uh, this affiliate or, or referral program is, is thinking for this word of mouth um, and for the users to invite uh, other friends or, or users. So for every investors you, you get or you bring to the, to the company, you get five euros and the, and your friend also gets five euros. And you get also one, well, first, sorry, uh, they have to invest 100. This is like the minimum. So you have to invest one friend that invests a minimum of 100 euros. Okay. Then you get, you and your friend gets these five euros. And also uh, the maximum, and you get an extra 1% of interest during the first three months on all your investments until the, the top of 10,000 euros. So that's like, like the standard uh, referral program we have. 
minimum investment of 100, then you get five euros. And from this 100 to 10,000, you get one uh, 1% extra. A couple of last questions from my side. If I had to break the investment, um, I would have given you, say, 10,000, and all of a sudden I need the money. The investment is going to mature in a year's time, possibly, and I would like to get my money back now. Do you facilitate um, the selling of such an investment? Do you provide the secondary market? At the moment, I'm afraid that we don't we don't have the secondary market, so you you would have to wait until the end of the loan to be repaid, and then you will, and only then you will get to the, your money back. Once I have said this, to be absolutely clear with, with all the investors, obviously we are working on our uh, secondary market, and, and in then a few months we will have this secondary market, and then once we have this secondary market, we will have this liquidity. Uh, but also depending on how many investors want to, to invest. But can I do this with the deal partner directly? No. At the moment, you cannot uh, resell your claim in the in the cloud lending platform, only in our marketplace. I see. Um, you talked about uh, custodian. Um, if I understand well, when I send you the money, the money goes into a separate bank account until it's used. Possibly it might come back to me, I'm not sure. Um, if the loan is not completed and maybe it does not get fully funded, do I get the money back from the custodian? Is it held by this custodian? Is it held there even if the project is not fully funded and uh, you hold it until you find for me another opportunity? How does it work? The the money, let's say it's it's like freeze in your in your when, when you pledge when you want to to invest in a crowdfunding lending campaign and it's and the loan uh, has not been already issued, then this is the like the pledge uh, campaign. When when you invest, the funds let's say that they go to freeze so that you cannot take out the funds of of your account, but they are still there in your in that account, all right? So you will see in your in your dashboard that okay. You have your your free money, let's say, to invest, and this part of money that it's it's already uh, pledged, and only once the the, um, the crowd lending campaign has uh, successfully finished and the loan is issued, then we take the money and send that, that money to the to the borrower. Okay, if it's not fully funded, if, they, if, if for any reason the campaign uh, doesn't succeed. Then your your money is is free is and and you can invest again. Or I can leave but it the, there. The money um, only leaves and, your account once the loan is issued. Can I leave the money there in that case? Uh, let's say I would have transferred five thousand euros, and the project doesn't get fully funded, and I can get it back. But if I want to leave it there, pending another opportunity that you might have. Would I get a preference on leaving the money there for a, a subsequent project? At the moment, we don't have that type of, of, of process. I mean, if you want to invest, your money gets freeze one or block one when the money is is is, is unlocked, and, right. and you, you can invest wherever you want, or or you can withdraw your money. So, but there is there is no preference on in, on any other project. Okay. We had two cancellations of projects at the very beginning of the platform, 
and since then all the all the loans that we have uh, published on the platform has has been successfully funded was it was this because of covid and uh, has covid affected you in a way well, the, the these two projects i'm talking about was not not really about the no, was nothing to to see with with covid i think it was just the 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 borrow or well, not the borrower sorry the the crowd lending platform that had some type of, of problem or I don't know, uh, but they, they, the, the funds were, the, the campaign was successfully. And I think that they, when they were checking everything, everything, they saw something that was not clear and then decided to, to cancel the campaign and they, they gave, gave the, back the money to all the, the investors. And regarding the, the coronavirus or the COVID, yes, for sure, it, it has been uh, hit <laughs> well, all the economy in, in Europe. And also because of many, many borrowers have, uh, have had problems with, with paying their, their loans. So, but, but in our case, real estate uh, is, um, is more lo- like long-term investment. Obviously, there have been delays and we had some projects, for example, that uh, they were supposed to be sold in, I don't know, eight months, for example. Uh, was the time scheduled and they are expecting to sell the project in 12 months. So it's like the, almost a half of the time, more than the half uh, of the time that they were expecting. So there have been some delays, but the good part of, is that, okay, there is a delay, but there is not a, a loss of all your money. I mean, it's the, the good part of the real estate that the, is that usually the, the, the most common pro- problem is just that, that they maybe they, they, they pay you later. Sometimes they pay you later, but they also pay you more money and sometimes not, but it depends on, on the platform. At the moment, we are like gathering a lot of information and a lot of, uh, the more projects we invest, the more information we have from all the platforms and from the, and from the borrowers. So hopefully in the midterm, we will be able to also to, to do a better uh, risk scoring. Because you will see like the historical of the platform. That's also, for example, maybe we are going to have some problems with our <laughs> suppliers because, as you said, we have like this conflict of interest because they are our suppliers and, and they are paying us a commission. And maybe if we are publishing information about them that they are not good for them in our website, then maybe they are not happy. But but I think it's, it's what we need to do. And, and we need to publish the historical of, of the all the projects we have had with them because that's also very good information for you and and, and i think that i don't i don't know any platform where you can check all from the old projects and and that would be really good okay i want to invest in this in this loan okay this is the the borrower and this is the platform i want to check all the track record of the of the platform and of the borrower Okay, obviously at the moment we have uh, just a few information, but I hope that uh, next year, uh, once we have more and more investments, you will be able to see all the track record of the, of the platform and you will decide by your own if, okay, maybe they have some delay, but they have always paid and okay, that's good for me or not. So you will decide better. The more, the more information, the better. Honcho, you, you claim on your website that you have won some awards. Um, as a startup, uh, etc., and uh, it's good for us to to know a bit more about this. And uh, how do you see Brickfy 
developing over the next two years. And I don't know whether you can give this information, but can you share uh, how much money have you raised till now? At the moment, it's, it's uh, that we have not raised money. It's also it, all the platform is has been developed by by our own funds. So at the moment, we have invested Fernando and me. Uh, the the share capital we have invested at the company is fifty thousand euros. All right, so that's the share capital of the of the company. Next question was about the uh, the future plans. Well, obviously, we want to raise funds in order to grow this this manpower you you talk uh, about, and also in order to uh, to apply for additional license because, as you said, the the more regulation also the better. So we are also working on a let's say a, a real estate crowdfunding fund that I will be I think we, it will be good also for the investor. Okay, it's good. We we are offering you a platform of platforms. But also, uh, if you have like directly a fund, so you don't have to take care of, of uh, moving the money or taking care of the of the different platforms. So we are talking with the lawyer in order to prepare this. This uh, so we are we are preparing this, but there is still there is not scheduled. So it depends on the on the on the and how how things are going. But yes, uh, what we want is to keep on working on the platform, developing. Growing, we are growing slowly. It's, it's true. We, this, we are not like these uh, startups that are growing super fast. But it's also because Fernando and me really believe in the in working hard every day, and we are working a very very good good product. So we we are absolutely confident that that users are going to to see that the technology and the, the quality of the product the and the and the information we are offering in BrickFinds is really good and it's better to invest through our platform that instead of registering in all different platforms. And regarding the, the awards, uh, well, on, on BrickFinds, we, we were selected for a couple of, of projects of accelerating uh, programs. And we went to the, we got to the finals of the Banco Santander awards uh, a few months ago. Now we are in a Spanish accelerator in named uh, Seed Rocket. So we are really happy with, with them. Uh, so we are, we are working a lot. So it's also going to be, to be good. And also personally, I, I also won a lot, many awards in my, in my, let's say my previous life as artist and architect. But I think that that's, uh, well, that's part of my, my my life. I've, I've made so many things, uh, but now I, I'm absolutely focused on, on this new and excited world of startups and, and real estate. So I, I really love this this work, and I and, and I hope to keep on receiving uh, some extra awards for Brick Five. Well, thank you for being so open, and uh, you know, I think you have answered all the questions in a very frank and uh, comprehensive manner. Very friendly, uh, very outgoing. I wish you well. I think you've got a lot of potential. Uh, maybe Jean would like to pass some concluding remarks. Yeah, from my end again, thanks Fernando and Juancho for joining us. And like, feel free to add any closing comments and where people can reach you on social and obviously to get started with investing with BrickFi. 
Okay, so it's it's been a pleasure. Thank you, thank you for the for the invitation. Uh, we have also, well, I'm, I think Fernando is also in the same opinion. It's, I uh, I have also had a, a very good time talking talking with you too. So, just thank you, thank you a lot. And uh, of course, I invite all the jurors or all the audience to to register to in BrickFi, uh, and I invite you to to give a try at, at BrickFi. Remember, BrickFi.com is the website. So please register. It's free and and uh, start start investing. Just a few amount of money, and you will see that uh, the the we are uh, the best platform, uh, the best marketplace at the moment for for investing. All right. Thank you very much for joining us again. Thank you very much, Jan. So that's a wrap for this episode. Hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. And as usual. I ask you to leave a five-star review on iTunes if you like the show and all the other shows we've produced so far. Please let us know if there is any other topic that you'd like us to tackle or platform to review. We're very open for hearing from you, your opinions, whether you like the shows we're producing. And yeah, just if, you, if you've been listening to this show for the past few episodes or it's the first episode that you listen, we'd really, really appreciate if you even just get in touch and tell us how you're finding it what you'd like us to improve and things like that so the email is podcast at mastermind.fm again podcast at mastermind.fm and you can also find find us on twitter at mastermind.fm that's it for today from us and see you in the next episode